Welcome to the TN7 Pirates Podcast, the show that talks about almost everything under the sun, from anime to sports. I'm Cass, here with my boy Khalil, and let's get into it. Welcome back to the Team 7 Pirates Podcast. We got a special guest on today. I'm going to let Cass introduce him. Go ahead, Cass. Put me on the spot. Hold on now. I got you. See, this is our special guest coming on today. Yeah. We got the best intro ever right now. There's going to be better intros later on. But we got the always A1, Lord Jit, <laughs> the smooth operator, Magic Man Henrique, Mr. R to the O to the Z to the A to the Y. Rose. Rose, aka Abraka Hendo, <laughs> Hendo Henrique, J Legend, HLLL, Cool J, Sabo, my man's No Everything Weiss, Super <laughs> Henrique Rose. <laughs> Tell him what's, what's up, up, man. What's good, man? How you gentlemen doing today? We doing good, G. Yeah. We doing, doing straight. Good. Good over there. I appreciate y'all having me on the show. You know what I'm saying? Always all love. Uh, No problem. No problem. So, um, I don't know if y'all heard in the NFL recently that um, Aaron Rodgers, he's requesting to play for the Jets, and he told the Jets, he gave the Jets a list of people who they should go after to help him out. What y'all think about that one, though? Jets? Yeah, the Jets. He said he, yeah, Aaron Rodgers said he want to play for the Jets. So, with that, man, I think I think Aaron Rodgers done. Uh, like, <laughs> if you go to the Jets, I think he's done. Right at this stage of his career, right he he's at the back end of his career, man. And if anything, I say, hey man, go to go to somebody like the Cowboys. Go to a team that's like built to win a Super Bowl, and and like this year, right? This football season coming up, go yeah. to a team that's. Built to win a Super Bowl right now. Like, for example, the Dallas Cowboys. It seemed like they're trying to get rid of Dak. Right? Not Dak. Man, what? <clears throat> he, he, he. Dak nice, though. Yeah, I. Dak nice. Come on, G. He nice. He nice. I give it to him, but he's inconsistent. Right? But. He got but, a lot of shit going on, man. His, his, his brother died. His, his, his uh, mother was in the hospital. <laughs> Come on, G. Like, for real? No, that's he not facts, though. Oh, okay. like, oh, it is. Well, it, it was it was it was this year. But it was like years ago, but it's like his mother his mother was in the hospital, but that's what made him his brother. Oh, I think okay. so. Then he said that season he wasn't playing just because of that. Okay, okay. but it's like, come on, G. I, yeah. I, I mean, I give him that. I give him that. But you know, it's been like reports that you know they might be done with that. At least Jerry Jones, low key. I I don't think they should get rid of Dak. I like Dak. Hey, me too. Me too. I like. As Dak. you he saw, they be. um, they let go of uh, Zeke. 
Zeke so, right? Yeah. Hey, let me tell y'all my take on that. Hey, my nigga Zeke from Power died too, so shit, fuck him then. Okay. <laughs> hey, so I said last season, right, that Tony Pollard was like, Tony Pollard was that guy. He fit, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the Cowboys offense. The Cowboys offense is like high power, right? Zeke could fit in. Zeke could fit in, right? But, but. His numbers been his numbers been declining, my guy. His numbers been declining, and then he's not fitting with the Dallas offense anymore. Like, but when he first got there, he fit with them. He fit with that offense like perfectly, right? But now they 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 kind of like on the 50 50 pass, maybe 60 40 uh, pass the run ratio, right? And Tony Pollard gives them that he's like that slasher. He get the ball, and it's like, hey, that man might score. Zeke, he was like that in his first two years. I don't know if it's because of injuries, but you know what I'm saying? He it's just he's not fitting with the Cowboys offense anymore. I like Zeke though. I like him, okay. but I feel like he would do better at uh, a team where they pounding the ball. The Cowboys okay. not doing that anymore. Okay, and I got it. I respect it because what's up? Go ahead. No, go ahead. You I said, said I, I said I respect it because when um when T.O. went to to New Orleans, right? New Orleans, goddamn, can't even speak. When T.O. went to Patriots, right? Did he go to Patriots? Mm. He did go to Patriots because T.O. played for the Cowboys. Nah, he went somewhere. I mean, Bill, the Eagles? Nah, it was the Patriots because he said Bill Belichick was telling him, "Hey, this ain't your game. You gonna play the way we play." You mean Chad Johnson? Yep, Chad Johnson. Cause I always get them niggas mixed up because they looks. I don't care what nobody say. They look alike. They they like. So when Chad Johnson <laughs> went to fucking um Patriots, niggas was like, "Hey, you don't do your shit here. You don't run shit here. You gonna play Patriot ball, and that's how it is." And it's like when you go to a team, you don't go to the team playing like you played in the last team. This ain't your game. This is. Team game, you play as a team, but it's like, like you said, if that's not how the Cowboys operate, then why the fuck would we keep you? If you playing other 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 ball or you playing your own ball, then why the fuck would we keep you? We need somebody to play team, yeah. play how the system is is built. If yeah. this if this is if I'm a coach and this is how I see the system, this is how I want you to be played. Like, I don't want you coming in thinking you're gonna get 150 yards a game. Fuck no. I need you to come in, get 70 yards a game, and then somebody else gets 70 yards a game, and then you block for us. At least give, like, six good blocks for us, and we good. If we won that game, we good. You don't – if we trying to win a championship, I don't need you to get 250 yards a game to lose. What's the point? We going 8-0, but you got 350 yards a game. Come on, G. That makes no sense, so – Get with the program. Either lay down or get down. Yeah. Plain and simple. I agree. Okay. And then. Okay. Okay. So I got something for y'all then. So why do you think the league changed from run heavy to pass heavy? Okay. I got a whole. You want to go first? Nah, nigga. You got it. All right. So check it out. So I think. <laughs> I got you before you go. I'll go. 
Because you said you got a whole spiel <laughs> before you get to your spiel. Um, I think it changed from run heavy to pass heavy because there's been a lot more running quarterbacks that came into the league. So they got them a lot more versatility that they can do than just running the ball. If I can have you scramble for a few yards and then they be on the fence for scrambling, then I just throw it deep down on you instead of, oh, he just ran for 10 yards. So he probably about to run again. But what you got when you got these quarterbacks now, it's a big toss up. Is he going to run or is he going to pass? So, and, and that's why I think it changed from run heavy to more pass heavy because it leaves you, you know what to do, but you don't know what to do. So I'm gonna what give you got for me, Big Hendo? I'm going to give you my take on it. Right. So, I, so first of all, I agree with what you said. But, but I'm going to tell you why. At the same, on, on the same note, I disagree. Right? So, we do have more scrambling quarterbacks, right? But how many of those scrambling quarterbacks like, yeah. are actually like, winning? Right? I'm going to give you an example. Pat Mahomes? Come on now. He's not a scrambling, scrambling quarterback. He he will scramble when he needs to. When he's scared. He, <laughs> when he's, scared. he's more of an improviser. He's more there of an improviser. He improvises in the pocket. He improvises. Mahomes go. is an so improviser. Let me give you an example. He doesn't like Lamar that's Jackson. A that's mm-hmm. a scrambler. Lamar Jackson is a scrambler. Like he has plays designed for him to run. Justin Fields. Nah, Lamar Jackson is winning. Lamar Jackson winning. Mm-hmm. Right. But Not enough, though. Justin Fields, right? Justin Fields probably had a thousand yards rushing last year, right? How many games the Bears won? Mm-hmm. They ain't win no more than four or five games. <laughs> Damn, nigga. Oh, yeah. you, is it on NFL season? Eighteen, nah. Eighteen? They only won four. They they only won four games. Eighteen. Uh, hey, another example, right? The, the, the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts. Jalen, hey, Jalen was running that ball in the Super Bowl, right? Hey, I looked at the stats in the Super Bowl because, you know, we we talking about running pass heavy or whatever now, right? I'm a big advocate for running the ball, right? The Eagles only ran, like, besides Jalen Hurts, the Eagles only ran the ball like 10 times. Ain't no way you about to control the clock, keep the defense honest. You oh, know wow. what I'm saying? So let's go back. Let's go back to the question. Why is it? In, yeah. Why did it turn into a pass happy lead? So I think it's a combination of let's keep it real. Like quarterbacks and passing league, it just looks more fun, right? Quarterbacks getting paid way more than they was getting paid yeah, seven to like, ten years ago. You know what I'm saying? Look, right. look at Patrick. Look at Patrick Mahomes' contract, bro. And that's because Mahomes could throw that ball. Mahomes probably could throw the ball from the 20-yard line all the way to the end zone, to the other side, easily. Right? I ain't gonna say easily now. Come on. Hey, Mahomes yeah. be throwing that ball. Yeah, he, he, he got an arm though, but all right. If they if it, <laughs> if he ain't got it, if he doesn't have to improvise and Mahomes has time in the exactly. pocket, he's launching it. Exactly. That's he's launching it. When, when he sprained his ankle in the second half of the, and he came back in the second half of the Super Bowl, I was like, ain't no way. I say, oh, yeah, they done. They done. 
And then that nigga scrambled. I said, ain't no fucking way. Ain't no fucking way. Because I was like, ain't no way he running on an ankle. And he still ran? I said, yep. And he got it. He got it. Well, they said it was huh? a high ankle sprain. They said it was a high ankle sprain. They said it was a high ankle sprain. So that's something totally different. Well, you can tape up a high ankle sprain. I don't give a fuck what ankle sprain it was. You tape that bitch up, you still gonna feel it. At the end of the day. (laughs) If you had a a high ankle sprain before, that high ankle sprain takes way longer to heal than like a a broken ankle most times, bro. I had had an ankle sprain. I sprained my ankle when I used to play football. Me too. Me too. Hey, my, my, my ankle look like a golf ball, boy. I ain't going to say all that now, but shit. But, <laughs> hey, but, but so my, the, the other reason, right, first reason is because, you know, quarterbacks quarterbacks attract the money, the, the viewers and the money, and it just looks more fun. Mm-hmm. And they supposedly the captain of the team. Yeah. Right. The second reason I believe it turned into a, a pass-happy league is because look at the defenders now. Right. Back seven to ten years ago, we had, you know, if we had D linemen that was like running running backs down, maybe it was like two or three in the entire league that could run a running back down. Like say a running back uh break to the outside. This def- these two def- specific defensive ends yeah. is running that running back down. Like running back is not getting around that corner, right? Now, now y'all seen the combine? It's a mm. it's a D tackle. This man ran like a four five. A D tackle. A four five. This man is over three hundred pounds and ran a four five. <laughs> Yo. Over three hundred? Oh yeah. Over they... three hundred and ran a four five. They flying. My man's, he sounds like he from that, the SEC. That's like that's like a freight train. train. Right? So imagine trying to run the ball where you got linebackers that run four four, four five. D ends and some D tackles that's running sub four six or high four five. There's no running to the outside, right? And then these linebackers they plug in these holes a little faster. So now, now I feel like coaches who like to run the ball, right? You still have you still have teams that like to run the ball a lot, but now these coaches have to they have the game plan for speed, not only power. But speed of these defensive ends and D tackles and linebackers, outside linebackers and middle linebackers. So to negate all of that, right? Yeah. Some of these linebackers could run with running backs, but they don't have the agility that these running backs have, right? So that's where they could get the running backs to run out of the backfield, hit them with a quick route. You know what I'm saying? So that's the second reason why I think. The league went from like a yeah. you know run balance run heavy league to a pass happy league because these these damn defenders man four over three hundred pounds and running a four five hey, no that, fucking way. hey that's scary yeah. <laughs> that hey, if I was a running back and I, <laughs> yeah. unless I was Derrick Henry if I'm running up the middle and I got a D tackle that run a four five I'm gonna be scared unless I'm Derrick Henry I don't give a fuck who I am nigga if I- Nigga, them 300-pound linemen is going to look like shit. If they chase me, I'm looking like I'm running from the cops, motherfucker. They're going to have to find me, and I'll be damned. Because <laughs> ain't no fucking way. 300 pounds, them niggas going to eat my shit. I'm good, dude. I'm good. So I definitely feel you on that one. Like, that's definitely facts. In my personal opinion, I feel like the same way Khalil feel because 
if we got quarterbacks that scramble and can throw, what's the point of a fucking running back? We don't really need a great running back if we're not going to utilize him as well, in my personal opinion. So it's like, if we got people like, because back in the day, it was like, either you can throw or you can't, you can scramble, but not really. They didn't scramble like that. It's either, I'll take the sack before I scramble. But nowadays, it's like, anybody can sit here and scramble now. And it's like, they got a little speed on them. Like, you see Pat Mahomes. Like, Derek Carr, or you see um Lamar Jackson, like Cam Newton, like people like that is like, come on, like Teddy Bridgewater, like they can scramble. So it's like, why would the hell would we sit here and focus on the run game if our quarterback could just get more yards scrambling than the run? So it's like we're not gonna really focus too much on the run if our quarterback could do it. And then all we need is a decent runner, running back. To run a, run a couple yards. If you get a touchdown, shit, that's great. But we don't need the best quarter, the best on running back to score if we got a quarterback. That's, and what my opinion is, back in the day, we had a lot of good running backs, too, as well. Like we had Jerome Bettis, Damian Thomason. Was it Lawrence Hill? No. That's, on, that's somebody else, right? Yeah. That's another LT, right? Yeah. Yeah. Reggie Bush. Um, what's my man's name from the Saints? Um, McAllister. Deuce McAllister. Yep, Deuce McAllister. Um, a lot of people like, damn, I can't forget. I can't remember none of the fucking running backs. But we had a lot of running backs that was like, yeah, Barry Barry Sanders. Sanders. Did I say Jerome Bettis already? Yeah. Yeah. It's like we had a a lot of free running backs. Was like, yo, if you don't give him the ball, Marshawn Lynch. I don't like that nigga because he fucked up the Saints, though, but you already know what time it is. I respect him because of his game, though. Beast Quake. Hey, fuck that nigga. But <laughs> I respect him because of the game, though, and how nice he is. But at the same time, it's like he did the Saints dirty, and I don't fuck with that. Saints my favorite team. I just want to let y'all know. Saints my favorite team. I don't give a fuck. Drew Brees on it. Reggie Bush on it. I don't give a fuck. Niggas ain't doing so good now, but hey, we're going to come back. Comeback season. Some one of these years. But... Need Y'all to need to get out of cat first. trouble first. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> but that is facts. That is facts. But talk about go back. Um, if we could, once we get a, a good team for the Saints, we'd be good. But fuck all that. Like, running back wise, it's like they don't really focus on running backs as much because the quarterbacks could do it. What I need a running back for if I got Vic, just saying for example. Like Vic, he gonna get more yards than the running back is. So what the fuck if I'm I'm getting a great? What if I'm getting? What if? Why am yeah. I getting LT? Like Barry Sanders, Jerome Bettis. If I got Vic, getting more yards than they are. Let's just say hypothetically. What's the point? So that's why I feel like nowadays yeah. more quarterbacks is more flexible. Back in the day, it was rare to see a quarterback scramble. You see a quarterback scramble, you say, like, oh, he got the Jets on him. This nigga ain't even running fast, but he got the Jets on him. Yeah. So it's like, it's that's becoming the norm now. Quarterback scrambling is becoming the norm. So it's like, we don't really have a need to run the football because quarterbacks are scrambling. So if quarterback scrambling, I ain't, I don't need to run. So that's why I agree with Khalil. Not saying you wrong to no, wrong to him though, but I got something to say when you finish. Yeah, that's that's my opinion on why they became more of a pass happy. 
than pass happy league than more of a run happy league. What you got to say, Hendo? So what I say, right? Just like kind of like what I was explaining earlier, like look at the quarterbacks. All right, so I'm gonna put it like this, right? Russell Wilson, he a scrambler, but Russell Wilson scramble when he needs to. That's right. Right, let's ride. Let's what ride. Should you be saying? Did let's you say it first? Yeah, I said that first. I should have cap- copywritten it. Hey, he, he was saying that shit back in what, 2018? <laughs> I was saying that shit before then. Yeah, was, 2018, that's when I first heard him say it. So he was saying let's ride before I heard Wilson, Russell Wilson ever <laughs> even say them same letters in the same sentence. But, yeah. So, just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> but, but... Right, let's go back to the scrambling quarterbacks. Now, I agree with y'all, right? I agree with y'all. Like, hey, a lot of these scrambling quarterbacks doing the jobs for the running backs. What I mean by doing the jobs for the running backs, though, is they getting the yards, right? But it's a lot of it's a lot of intangibles that come with right running the ball, like turning around, handing the ball off to the running back, right? And one of those is every play. Those linemen, they coming off the ball, hitting those D linemen every play. Every play you run the ball, right? Y'all, y'all, uh, y'all know it's you know pass blocking and run blocking, right? Run blocking and you a little more passive. I mean, pass mm-hmm. blocking you a little more passive, right? Run blocking every single play. As soon as you come off that line, yeah. you hitting that D lineman in the mouth, right? That tires out your whole defense. You know, you got you got guards pulling, hitting the, the middle linebacker. You know, all of that. Everything under that umbrella, right? Now, let's go back to the quarterbacks, the these scrambling happy quarterbacks, right? Like I say, Justin Fields, they only run one, four games this year. Kaepernick, right? When Kaepernick was in the league, he was like, Kaepernick could take off. Like, one too many defenders running down Kaepernick, right? But fell short in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's because defense. These defensive coordinators can adjust very, very well, very, very well. Mm-hmm. Right, they adjust the Kaepernick. They don't like man. We, hey, he ain't running. He, we finna make, hey, beat us with your arm, motherfucker. Beat, beat us with your arm, and he couldn't do it. Right, that's why I like me personally. That's why I like Russell Wilson. Yeah. He, Russell Wilson, to throw the ball. But he'll he'll run or scramble when he needs to, mm-hmm. right? They some it's very seldom they have yeah. running plays for like specifically Russell Wilson, right? Unless it was like a yeah, everything was more yeah. That's what I'm saying. Based. And if he needed to run, he'll run. Everything was more pass based. Yeah, exactly. Unless... He'll run, and Russell Wilson to get down or run out of bounds. Mm-hmm. A lot of these quarterbacks, like Justin Fields, y'all remember that play when Justin Fields got smacked and he knocked his helmet off? Mm-hmm. Nah, it was, that, hey, that was like a hey, welcome to the welcome to the league, my guy. It's ain't college no more. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> yep. That's I think that's every every yeah, scrambling so quarterback. My opinion, yeah. scrambling quarterbacks, they they do they do uh kind of take up. For the running backs, right? But only in yards, right? Running backs could get get the yards too, but like I say, it's more intangibles. Like I say, them linemen coming off the ball, hitting those D linemen in the mouth every play. You got guards pulling, 
taking out the linebackers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, bro? Uh, I guarantee you, a lot of those players that play football, they've probably been playing football since Pee Wee, right? But if you got somebody that that's stronger than you and that that's hitting you in the mouth every play, that third or fourth play, they come off that they a guard pulling to hit this outside linebacker or middle linebacker. Hey, that middle linebacker go start shying away from him, from him a little bit, which is why those teams that run the ball a lot in the first half, and that third and that third and fourth quarter come, they get the ball and they break for like a fifty yard touchdown. That's exactly why. You know what I'm saying? They those linebackers and those safeties and corners, they start shying away from those fullbacks and guards. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's why me personally, I'm a I'm an advocate for running the ball. If I was a coach in the league, like I want my team built on, I want my team built like, uh, like not really run heavy, but run balance, right? Look at how the Chiefs won when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Mahomes threw the ball; he ain't had like no three hundred, four hundred yards like he usually do, but they balance they they balance the they balance the offense with running the ball. They probably ran the ball like twenty five times. Excluding whenever Patrick Mahomes uh, scrambled. So, peep this. I just got one thing to say, though, G. Talk to me. So, you see how you um, said that the linebackers be shying away from the guards once once they start blocking them and blowing them shits up? Mm-hmm. You and they sound like? What? You tell me what they sound like. Oh, bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they sound like a bitch. <laughs> Nigga blowing your shit up. Nigga, it's football, man. Stop letting this nigga blow your shit up, man. Start using smarts and shit. If he blowing your shit up, you better start using some techniques or something. Nigga, stop letting my man blow you up. You scared the whole game? It's football, man. Fuck out of here. Wait a minute. This nigga took me out two plays. I'd be damned if you do it a third time. Okay. Nigga, I'd be damned. Fuck out of here. For real, though. Hey, (laughs) peep it. Like, y'all, next time y'all watch NFL game, Mm -hmm. look at the teams that run the ball heavy, right? Bruh, they this man probably got thirty yards in the first half, but they ran the ball like fifteen times, mm-hmm. right? Come the fucking third, fourth quarter, that man break for that fifty yarder. Look at why he broke for a fifty yarder. Okay, and that's all I got to say about that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> Speaking okay. of impacts to to leagues, <laughs> who do y'all think made the biggest impact on the attitude area of the WW era of the WWE? The Rock or Stone Cold? Shit. Hey, big Hano, you want to go first, man? I've been thinking about this shit all week. All week. Hey, man, episode only on Sundays, motherfucker. Damn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had a question a week ago. Okay. Put that body on that we can go. We can go. Put my head in the air. Now we tweaking. Hope, tweaking, hope. <laughs> man, so what you want? You want me to go first? Nah, I can go first. All right, man. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Stone Cold. So, okay, hey, so, so, so hear me out. I'm gonna say I'm a, it's either Stone Cold or both equally, right? But I'm gonna lean, I'm leaning more towards Stone Cold. 
Uh, okay, okay. I'm gonna tell you why, right? So when the Rock, when the Rock, uh came to the WWF at the time, right? He was with the Nation of Domination. And he told, you know, if y'all, if for for those of y'all out there that wasn't watching wrestling, then he was with the Nation of Domination. And then the Nation of Domination turned their back on their original leader, which was Farouk. Right? Which was because of The Rock. Dwayne yeah. Johnson. Right, which was because of The Rock. Right? So The Rock was a, like... I won't lie. He was a really good heel when he was with the Nation of Domination. He was a good heel. Mm-hmm. And then around that time, that's when Stone Cold was beefing with uh, Bret, Hart, right? Bret Hart. Okay. So Stone Cold was beefing with Bret Hart. And they had that match. The last match I remember them having was what solidified Stone Cold like as the Rattlesnake was they had that match and Bret Hart had him in a sharpshooter, middle of the ring. He didn't give up. Stone, yeah. Stone he lost, Cold. though, but he never gave up. Right. Though. He never exactly. submitted. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Stone Cold gushing. His face looked like Lee. a damn red paint. Oh, somebody just painted red face all over his face. He, he leaking like Tupac be leaking. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Here we go with the okay. Tupac. <laughs> Always getting on Tupac. Okay. <laughs> You know, I got to throw that shit in there for a little yeah. bit for one time for the one time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's a fact, though. Yeah, but, you know, after that, Stone Cold was on some. Like, I feel like he made a bigger impact because everybody wanted to be like Stone Cold. Everybody wanted to be able to whoop their boss ass and still come to work and get paid. Okay. Right? And, like, from, from what I remember... Right when I watched wrestling, when I was coming up, everybody wanted to be everybody wanted to be the rattlesnake. Hey, I ain't gonna lie to I, I changed my name. I put rattlesnake in my name when I wanted to be a little wrestler. Justin the rattlesnake Henry, head ass. Okay. <laughs> but okay. but he made. I feel like he made a bigger impact because. If anybody else was doing the stuff that Stone Cold was doing, they would have been a heel. If anybody else would have been doing the stuff Stone Cold was doing, they would have been a heel. Being their boss ass. Yeah. Not giving a fuck what Nick, what they boss is saying or what exactly. anybody's saying. Just doing exactly. their own shit. Like coming to the ring, knocking people out, stunnering the whole ring. Okay, I don't give a fuck if the boss in this motherfucker or not. He getting the He getting the stunner. He getting the stunner. Right. If anybody else was think about that, if anybody else was doing what Stone Cold Steve Austin was doing at that time, they would have been a heel. But the fans love Stone Cold Steve Austin. When you hear that damn glass break, bling, man, you don't even hear. It. That Sometimes even sound, that don't even sound like glass, nigga. I, bling, what the yeah, fuck? bling, you bling, bling coins, nigga. Like, bling, bling. Yeah, bling. bling. That should sound like Mario, <laughs> bling, bling. Hey, whatever. You know, y'all motherfuckers don't know. <laughs> When y'all hear the glass break, the next thing y'all hear is like the crowd. Hey, you barely even hear that. The crowd be so loud, you don't even hear the. Okay. You just hear the glass break and ah, ah. Motherfuckers start going crazy. And then once they calm down, then you hear his theme music. Right? Nah, the rock, the rock made, the rock made an impact too. And that's because this nigga was, man, The Rock was like, 
on the mic, bro. Like to me, to me. Now, granted, this was after the nation's domination because on the mic, right, the right. nation's domination, he was all right, but he wasn't. He didn't yeah. get too much publicity, and he was all right. He yeah. was still learning, but after the nation's domination, shit. Yeah, I a hey, shit for everybody out there. I feel like I feel I like seen the clips. Like, <laughs> hey, for everybody out there, I feel like every uh. Every wrestler had like a contract with creative control. I don't know why I think that, but I feel like so. Say for example, right when The Rock was with the Nation of Domination, he didn't think The Rock had it in him. And what I mean by had it in him is he didn't have the mic skills until maybe The Rock said something or he uh, freestyled something while he was with the Nation of Domination. And then when he left, Vince McMahon was like, "Hey man, say whatever you want on the mic." Okay, you know what I'm saying. You talking about? <laughs> Just say whatever you want on the mic, because he he seen the rock man. Oh yeah, that yeah, man was reckless. Man. I can't like off the top of my head, I cannot think of anybody better on the mic than the rock, especially uh especially in the attitude era, like early 1998 when he first left the Nation of Domination. No, like nobody was touching the rock. He's sweet. On the mic. He's sweet because. My nigga Shawn Michaels, shout out my nigga Shawn Michaels, and you know my favorite wrestler in the game. That nigga said, first of all, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> that nigga Shawn Michaels said, first of all, Yo. <laughs> you gonna kick my teeth down my throat. The masters of sweet chair music, Stone Cold was like, damn right, hell yeah. That nigga said, shit. Well, I may stun you. And stomp a mud hole in your ass because that's the bottom line, whether you like it or not. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, fuck what he's saying. That shit was. Hey. <laughs> and just to let y'all know, he was on the, he was off the drugs when he said it, so he still wasn't even coherent when he said it, but even though he knew what the fuck he was saying. <laughs> Yeah, I just want to throw that out there. Huh? Okay. <laughs> well, what you got to say? You can finish what you saying. You know, I just think I just don't think nobody was touching a rock. You know what I'm saying? Cold, I say Stone Cold. I say Stone Cold. Stone Cold had a way. I ain't gonna say a way bigger impact, right? I think it's so close that you could say that's why I said uh, I either say Stone Cold or both of them equally. But I'm gonna say Stone Cold. I'm going to say... And that's all. That's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. He are, he out. He, he talking on his ass at this point. Are, but, okay, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> but, I feel like he not wrong. Only because Stone Cold was already... By the time the Attitude Era started, he made himself like one of the big top main events. So it was more like The Rock, when the Attitude Era started, The Rock, he just started making himself a name. And then two years later, he was like The Rock. So he was Rocky Maivia for a while until he became The Rock. So then it was like, once he became The Rock, he was still fighting for the Intercontinental Champion. He wasn't really big up there. But Stone Cold was. So he was already awesome 316 by the time The Rock became actually on his level. So that's why I said Stone Cold makes a bigger bigger impact because of that. And because he was already doing shit before 
The Rock was. Then The Rock came in and he was doing shit to the same level, but it was never like you was doing shit better. Because The Rock had he's he had his slogans, he had his lines and shit like that, but he never could. I'm not gonna say he couldn't outdo Stone Cold, but Stone Cold still had his same shit too. Like no matter what, Stone Cold wasn't a little witty, and he didn't have all his extra shit. Like talking about oh, and undertaking his Mickey Mouse tattoos and Kane and his his fucking speaking aid and shit like that. that shit he funny. he didn't have all his his <laughs> slick shit to say, but at the same time he he still had his lines where you like yo, this Stone Cold he talking he talking facts though. Austin three sixteen, I just whipped your ass. What? And his nigga said one word. With an exclamation point and a fucking question mark, and they had that shit on the t-shirt, and that bitch is selling out. Ain't no fucking way. <laughs> Ain't no fucking way. Well, I'm like, man, look, yeah, his own Bible scripture. Okay, Austin his own Bible. Yeah. Hey, before I know about John 16, I know about Austin 16, 16 <laughs> motherfucker. So it's like, ain't no fucking way. So that's why I say, that's why I feel like Austin made a bigger impact. But I'm not saying like he's like. Like Hendo said, I'm not saying The Rock is too far off either, to be honest with you. Now, we're going a little further than that. I don't know. I would say... Uh, what you got for me? <laughs> I'd say more people that like like wittiness would say The Rock had the bigger impact. But for me, I, I would say it would be a Stone Cold because of everything that he that he did in that in that whole era, <clears throat> so yeah, it, <laughs> I'll agree with that because, like I said, man, I can't I can't think of anybody. I was sitting here while was uh while Cassie Cass was giving his you know explanation. You feel me? I couldn't think of. I was trying to think of anybody. <laughs> Who yeah, uh, yeah. made an impact as far as mic skills, right? That that was like good, like The Rock, and I, yeah. I can't think of anybody, right? Like The Rock, like yeah, nah, dude. I'm telling you, man. I swear, it seemed like anytime The Rock came on the mic, it was like, hey, man, just just tell me what we talking about, and I'll I'll ad lib everything. Like it's too easy. Yeah, that's what it seemed right. like he always was doing anyway. <laughs> he was just ad living everything and then the crowd would go wild for it. So it, it's just Yeah, if you like Mike, if you like wittiness in the mic, I'd say the rock, but all in all, it is it's probably it yeah, for I, me it's Stone Cold. Cause he, he just like y'all like y'all said, that man, people Austin three sixteen. People like you know John three sixteen, nah, but I do know Austin three sixteen. Okay. Like, <laughs> like what is that? Oh, okay, yeah. I'll okay. show it. I to ain't you. even gotta tell you. What <laughs> I'll show yeah. you though. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, but yeah, nah, I, I I do get it though. But um, speaking of um, how close that is. Uh, what's your take? Why do you think Goku is always a step yeah, ahead of Vegeta? Up. Ain't no way. <laughs> hey, 
Hey, who want to go first, man? Because I got plenty of shit to say. I would say um, I go first. I got y'all. I got y'all. I would say Goku is always a step ahead. Is because he don't. Hey, hey, uh, hey! Let let him know how far you got in Dragon Ball. I'm gonna stop before. Let (laughs) Let me think this over. How far you got in Dragon Ball? Don't worry about all of that. (laughs) Don't worry about all of that. Okay. Don't worry about all of that. Don't worry about all of that. Don't worry about all of that. Okay. From what I seen. Just so y'all know, I haven't watched all of it. I only got through hey, Dragon hey, Ball Z. Hold on real quick. How, how far you got in Dragon Super Ball series, Hendo? Or... <laughs> Super. That's the only thing you've seen? I've seen Super and I've seen, I seen the Android Saga. I've seen the Boo Saga. And I've seen the... Uh, Did you finish the Boo Saga? Yeah, I finished the Boo Saga. Okay. And I've seen the Saiyan Saga. And then I watched uh, Dragon Ball Super. Only person that watched the whole series, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Z GT, Dragon Ball Super, Dragon this Ball right Superheroes, Dragon Ball AF. It's me, Kazzy. Kazzy. He also the only person that read, read the manga all the too, manga yeah. too. Okay, we ain't talking oh. about who watched all of it and what they. Let, let me let me let me know what you think. Dave. But for what I see. <laughs> From what I've seen so far is the reason why I think Goku is always a step ahead is because he puts other people before himself. Vegeta was always talking about himself and wanting to get started. Then once he met Kakarot, then he was trying to one-up my man. Instead of just working on himself, he was trying to just keep one-upping him while Goku was training to just get better in general that's all i have to say because i can't say too much else because i haven't seen as much as cat so since you haven't seen as much ah, as me, I'm lee, man. no talk since he's seen <laughs> super unlike some people so make sure y'all comment and tell him that he's a bitch right. hey he ain't see super because i don't know what the <laughs> fuck he do because the nigga daniel don't be working no, don't either. Hey, okay, don't nobody know what he be doing. Hey, so. you go, big hit, though. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so from what I watched so far, or from what I watched, you know, as a whole, I think Goku is always a step of uh, Vegeta, right? Because they train different. Goku try to fight. Goku always want to fight or train with the people. That's way stronger than him. Right? Y'all see Goku, he be like, oh, hey, hey, you're really cool. I bet you're really strong. Let's fight. Ain't no fucking way. Okay. <laughs> hey, you got it, man. I ain't, you ain't gonna be my ass. Right. <laughs> but Goku try to fight or train with like like think about it. Like most of the most of the special or super moves that Goku got, he learned from other people. Right, he learned the destructo disc from Krillin. Now he's stronger than Krillin, right? But he learned how to fight smart like Krillin. Krillin weak, right? But Krillin know like Krillin knows how to use his brain when he fighting. Hey, that's the only thing he got. <laughs> he ain't got no strength, so shit. Right. He got to use something, right? <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? 
the problem with Vegeta is now pride as a saying is a good thing. I, I like that. I like the pride that Vegeta has as a saying. But too much pride, just like too much of anything, is detrimental to you. Too much pride. And he tries to he trains by himself, right? And that's that's why it's uh detrimental. He trained by himself and then he go try to fight somebody that's way stronger than him, and then he get his ass beat. Or he trains so hard by himself, and then he go try to save somebody's life and get his ass beat. Right? Whereas Goku, Goku is trying to fight. Goku, Goku trained with Beerus. Like before, before uh, Goku and Beerus got cool and all of that shit. He fought Beerus. He fought exactly. You're right. He fought Beerus. Like just on the strip of, damn, you strong. I want to fight you too. Right. And then Goku fighting a whole god of destruction. I almost said God of War, but Goku fighting a whole <laughs> Goku fighting a whole God of Destruction, and he was holding back at first, right? Beerus was holding back as well, but Goku yeah, okay. fought Beerus in a way to where he made Beerus want to train him while he was fighting him. Even we said it, right? And that's why I think. That's why I think Goku is always a step ahead of Vegeta, right? And that's because Goku, Goku is willing to fight the people that's way stronger than him, but at the same time, he's willing to train with the people, you know, that's weaker than him, but he learned something from them, right? Everybody he's fought, even like even allies, yeah. right? He's learned something from them. He learns something from fighting or training with Krillin. He learned something. From fighting with Gohan. Nigga, you got me fucked up. That nigga learned something from fighting Majibu. Because the same thing, when, when he fought Majibu, this nigga did the same shit to Gohan that he did to Majibu. Now, granted, Gohan, my favorite character, I don't give a fuck what Gohan it is. Kid Gohan, Go- Team Gohan, Ultimate Gohan, Ultimate Gohan, AF, Goat Gohan, Beast Gohan, that nigga, my favorite character. But anyway, the nigga learned something each time he actually fight niggas. Vegeta, he only trains by himself. I don't mean to cut you off though, Big Hendo. No, you good. But the only thing, Vegeta don't can't really learn different people's different fighting styles because he doesn't know how to. He doesn't fight against anybody else. He only trains by himself. If you only train against computers, you're not gonna know how it feels to go against an actual person. And I know a lot of people from online that play online. Playing online is different than fighting against computers. Yeah, way different. Yeah. I play Yu-Gi-Oh! Let's see a duelist, as you've seen in the last video. I still be getting my ass beat because them niggas, them computers ain't no joke. But if I play online, <laughs> nigga, it'd be like three turns, I'm gone. Fuck three yeah. turns. It'd be two turns, I'm dead. So it's very different. But if you don't never play against people that's better than you, you're never going to progress. And that's the same shit Vegeta does, in my opinion. He doesn't fight against people that's better than him besides Goku. So he doesn't learn different techniques and he don't know how to maneuver against different techniques. That's what that's what makes Goku so better in my opinion because well always a step ahead of him because he knows how to adjust. For Jesus be like ain't no way in hell he's power he's stronger than me. And it's not all about being strong it's about, it's about how you win. And that's how Goku <clears throat> keep winning. Yep. So 
I yeah. agree with Big Hendo, but that's just my opinion. Speaking of being one step ahead or somebody being stronger than other than other person, uh, do you think Kratos' actions were justified when fighting the gods because of what they put him through? Which gods you're talking about? Like uh, the like the Greek gods or the Norse gods? The Greek. But you looking for you looking at Zeus for confirmation, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Never in my life. Yeah, the Greek gods. Yeah. I say, like his his. I'll go first. His war against Ares. Personally, was. I feel like that that was justified because it's like Ares, to his knowledge, orchestrate the whole shit with him killing his his um his mother his mother fuck I'm talking about killing his wife and his daughter or like Ares what they say orchestrated that shit so I say that was kind of justified and then after that it seemed like. He was Ray Kratos felt was like Zeus was playing with his life. It was like, hey man, yeah, you do what I want. And Kratos was like, shit, I ain't no puppet to nobody, so you gotta be fucked up. Okay. And so he was like, shit, nigga, I'm not nigga, I'm not bending over to nobody, nigga. Ares already fucked me over. And now he like, yo, this guy's just <coughs> dickheads at this point. Like, I'm not fucking with y'all. So in my personal opinion. I feel like it was necessary only because the guys was doing what they want. Now, granted, they was doing what they want because of the Pandora box being opened by Kratos because all the evil was let out, which affected the guys. But at the same time, it's like somebody needed to put a stop in them. If anybody gonna put them in the dirt, yeah, it should be another god or a demigod. Cause he ain't had to do my nigga yeah. Hercules like that. <laughs> I went the distance. I didn't watch all the Hercules movies. He ain't had to do my nigga Hercules like that. I seen that nigga pop up in the game. I, I was rooting for Hercules, and I'm Kratos. So I said, "Man, God, diggity damn, I be damn." Was that shit Mickey Mouse be saying in his fucking intro? God damn, God damn, God diggity damn. <laughs> so I felt like. It was low-key justified because of the story, how it progressed. Because of the evil that came out of the Pandora, Pandora box with, when Kratos unlocked it. So, I feel like it was okay. justified. What you got, Big Hendo? <clears throat> I definitely think it was justified. I think I definitely think it was justified because like I say, Ares basically tricked this man into... Killing his own, killing his whole family, right? His wife and kid. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and Zeus orchestrated it, right? And then the rest of the gods was advocating for it, right? They was they was they was threatened by by Kratos, 
You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it was justified. Poseidon, Poseidon tried to kill Kratos, right? For for those of y'all that that know the story, Kratos was was climbing up to go to Olympus. Poseidon tried to stop him and kill him. He thought he was a G. I don't know why. Poseidon was being, <laughs> for lack of a better term, a bitch. Okay. And tried to fight him in his in his Titan form. And he tried to kill him. And then, you know, ultimately Kratos killed him, whatever the case may be. Because that nigga turns into Aquaman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The or, only one Aquaman or the deep. If anybody seen the boys, gotta throw that up there too. <laughs> since he acting like a bitch. The only, the only, the only kill I don't see was justified. Man was was uh, Hercules, and I say that because Hercules, Hercules wanted to fight or kill Kratos because he was jealous of he was jealous of how Zeus felt about Kratos, right? I feel like, in a sense, I mean, got it, got it, right? Our, their world is way different from ours, but I feel like that could have been, uh, that could have been avoided a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't want to see Hercules go out like that. You feel me? Okay. But <laughs> the, the, yeah, Hercules. Man, he, yeah, he did Hercules dirty, man. But you know, I. I Everybody else, I feel like it was it was it was justified. Everybody else, I feel like it was justified, including Zeus. Yep. I feel like he, yeah, I feel like he, 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 Zeus deserved every every bit of whatever he got, every bit of everything he. Oh got, yeah, rather. he did. He did. Yeah. I would say, I would play devil's advocate with y'all. I don't think it was justified. Why I don't think it was justified is because, as you can see, he just went through all this turmoil and everything to kill all these people. I get it. I get it. Your family, you was set up to kill your family. But if we continue on and go into uh, the newer God of Wars that we did now, he just created a whole new family. So, I don't think it was like really and justified for him to go through that whole rampage. Like y'all kept saying, R.P. Hercules. Hey, if he didn't go through all of that, Hercules was would have still been alive. We would have been, yeah. wouldn't have had this. We wouldn't be uh, mourning him for what he that damage he had to do to him. Hey, but I tell you one thing: them gauntlets was nice when you got them. Yeah, they was though. <laughs> so <laughs> it was though the mice cleated whatever whatever them things was called and like brass knuckles on your hands but um okay brass knuckles <laughs> times a hundred okay <laughs> <laughs> but uh speaking of old and new uh which game do you think that the best job of evolving from the old generation type games like PS1, 2, 3 into the to the next gen or newer generations PS like 
4, PS5, uh, some, not all, some PS3 games, depending on which one you play in the Xbox games, all those two. Who you want? Who you want to go first? It don't matter. Do y'all need it time? It don't to think? matter to me. It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> okay it don't I matter. Remember, the Rock had a song called "It Doesn't Matter." Nah, uh, well, the Rock, well, he wasn't singing a motherfucker like Michael Jackson was. It doesn't. <laughs> I got a. What you say? I got a pocket full of cheese on me. It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he got a pocket baloney in his fucking pocket. Man. Okay. Fuck you talking about? Shit, I go first. <laughs> Fuck it. In my personal opinion, I feel like Tomb Raider, Uncharted, and God of War was like one of the best ones that transitioned to the new generation. GTA, it's alright. Only for this, it's tired. Only for the sense. Uh, GTA was alright because it's like it's not like it really changed too much because GTA 5 came from the P3 to the P... Was it P3? Or was it just went straight to P4? GTA 5? Mm-hmm. It was P- P3 P4. Yeah, it been through three generations of PlayStation. Yeah. yeah, so P3, P5, but it's like it's all the same game it's just what niggas gave it first person shooter. That ain't really do shit for me. Like, I don't give a fuck about no first person shooter. I don't even fuck really fuck with first person shooter like that. So it was like, you ain't really do nothing for me. Update the graphics a little bit. All right, cool. But Uncharted from the P3, if you if you play Uncharted 1 and then you play Uncharted 4, you'd be like, yo, this shit a whole different game than anything. And, um, for fucking um, Tomb Raider, like I said in a previous episode, better not be talking. You know, you had her on the PC, twenty titty ass motherfucker. Like, <laughs> okay, Yo. like come on, she, her titties look like sitting <laughs> fucking um traffic cones, nigga. <laughs> you talking about her shit didn't upgrade? Man, you look like you look. Let you play Tomb Raider, Shadow of Tomb Raider. You gonna be like shit. I ain't gonna say what I really want to say, but <laughs> I'm a, okay, I'm gonna let it rock though. But traffic <laughs> cones. But I'm gonna let it rock though. But Laura Crow, boy, she looking kind of nice though now. But shit, and um, and with God of War, like if you played the previous God of War on PlayStation Two, you already know what time it is. Where it's like. Nigga, this shit is like damn near like this shit look way different than the shit that we got now. God of War Ragnarok. And even God of War 2018. It was 18, right? You don't know. But yeah. <laughs> okay. But even then it's like that's a big jump from when they had to God of War 2018 to God of War 3. Like that that it's a whole different game style. And everything, but at the end, at the end of the day, you still fuck with God of War 2018 because is this is different game style, but it still works for everybody. 
I had that talk and, to somebody at GameStop. Oh yeah, they probably wasn't talking about shit. But um, I can't. I would. I want to say wrestling though, but because wrestling's still out there. But some of the games for WWE is trash. Like the two K series, them shits is trash. That shit went back. It went reverse. Okay, that like you said, that shit went backwards. <laughs> that shit is trash, garbage. Like it's like I think I don't even want to play the shit. Like, look up, look up. I went from WCW World Tour to WC, WCW Revenge, uh, WWF No Mercy, No Mercy, Warzone, Attitude. To SmackDown versus Raw, SmackDown versus SmackDown. Raw. Here comes the pain. SmackDown, SmackDown versus Raw. All the SmackDowns, and then it went to 2K. Like the 2K, the last wrestling game I played, 2K. I think it was 2K17. Probably was 17 because that's the last one I told you to play. Yeah, that's that's when I didn't they when I um, first went to Korea. Say that again. Uh, didn't they change the uh the company? That made the game like didn't they go to 2k yeah from, uh, i believe i think I, it was what midway I believe so i believe so because 17 was like i put it like this the wrestling mechanics in 17 was top tier like one of the best one of the best gameplay games for wrestling i've seen in a long time but the only thing i didn't like was the story mode. The story mode just continuously repeated itself. Yeah. It was garbage. Yeah, like you would go, you will play, you just say you're going for the uh, World Heavyweight title, right? It would be the same story every time you go for the World Heavyweight title. If you go for the Inter- Intercontinental title, it will be the same story when you go for the Intercontinental title. Like, with, like only thing that'll change is, like, say you'll be a, in a rivalry, a rivalry with somebody... And then, but that's it. But rest, like, game mechanics, like, gameplay, it was mm. top tier. I won't lie. It was top tier. Like, the moves, the move sets, uh, the different moves, like, grappling in front of front, grappling in front of back, giggity. Uh, turn buckle. <laughs> <laughs> buckle moves. Uh, where they had uh, the comeback momentum moves. Signature moves, like gameplay mechanic wise, it was top tier. Everything after that, it it went downhill real fast. Cause they they started taking shit out that they should have kept in, or they should have been adding shit that they took out. And it's like, come on, G, like yeah, yeah, the fuck is you doing? So that's that's my personal opinion. But I would say all sports games have evolved. Uh, did a good job evolving from the old gen to the newer generation of consoles. Just like because they, they is mad ninety nine. I think it was you playing with boxes basically. To now where you playing with actual like it was actual people then too but like you can see the detail that they put in to the the creating of the player and everything like that so but I got it go ahead I know uh say that again I said go ahead you good 
No, nah, so I know where uh saying I agree with you on Madden. Cause Madden, remember Madden the old games, like say you you dive at somebody and tackle them. If it's like a you wrap up tackle, you could keep pressing X to break the tackle. Y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if he if he if he grabbing them from behind and the dude trying to break the tackle, you can keep pressing X to uh break the tackle. That's dope, fast, back though. Fast, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Fast forward, like they had different, they had break and tackle animations. Old Madden's ain't really have break tackle animate animations. Animation, huh? Okay, animaniacs, huh? But like the old Madden games, like I say on N64 and PlayStation One, they have animations. Now, when you got the PlayStation Two, they had they had actual tackle breaking animations, or like so like uh, whether you stiff arm or spin, they had animations. Fast forward again, they had animations for whatever move you're doing. So if you're doing a stiff arm, they had animations for stiff arm for breaking a yeah. tackle. For spinning, they had animations. For juking, they had animations. For trucking, they had animations. Uh, remember his stick? They added his stick. Mm-hmm. Right? They had hit like so. If you were if you were a cornerback that can't tackle and you're trying to hit stick with your own batters, he just bouncing okay. off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fast forward, they had they had tackle breaking anim anim. Animations. Okay, they had tackle breaking animations, and then they had tackles for like if I'm running the ball and I try to stiff on somebody, and he's stronger than me or his tackle attribute is higher than my break tackle attribute, then he tackling me like I try to stiff on him. Like he go grab my arm and drag me down. If I try to spin. He grabbing me, we spending, but he go tackle me. So, okay, okay. I would say uh, I would agree with Chu Hill, like Khalil. Khalil, I would agree with you, Khalil. That sports games came a very long way, even with two. Like I'm not real a real big two K fan, but I used to play like NBA Live and uh, the the very first two Ks. Right now they have animations where. You could dunk on somebody. Like I don't care how early you jump. You you could jump at the <laughs> the the perfect time. But if the person dunking attribute is higher than your blocking attribute, they gonna have an animation where you dunk on this dude. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so I agree. All sports games, most sport games. <laughs> now I'm gonna go off the I'm gonna go off the box a little bit. One of the best gameplay developments. Metal Gear Solid. Oh. And that's me. Hey, that might be me being that might be me being biased because I love that game. Right? I love that game. And now I'm gonna explain why. So for those of y'all that played Metal Gear Solid, y'all remember Metal Gear Solid, it was on uh it was on PlayStation 1. Cause they didn't play Metal Gear Solid, just, just so y'all know. I did. Yeah, bum ass nigga too. Okay, but Metal yeah. Gear Solid one, 
gameplay, like gameplay, gameplay was decent. Story mode, immaculate. Metal Gear games, when it comes to story mode, is always immaculate, right? So gameplay, you know, you used to choke somebody, you can choke them out and then put them to sleep or break their neck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, oh, so for the Metal Gear fans, y'all, y'all know that cardboard box. That thing is essential. So, okay. And Metal Gear 1, right, you can put a cardboard box anywhere. Man, you can put a cardboard box in the middle of some, some snow. And, you know, they'll be like, oh, what's the box? Then they'll kick the box, right? Get closer to, like, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of the Patriots, right? If you put a box down, uh, you know, with some other boxes, like, say I got a box that says fragile, and I'm sitting next to a box or a bunch of boxes that say fruit, they would be like, man, what is this box doing here? They're going to flip it up, right? Now, if you if I'm a fragile box and I'm with the rest of the fragile boxes, they ain't even go notice you. You know what I'm saying? Another thing, right? They added camouflage, right? For those of y'all that played Metal Gear Solid Three, Snake Eater, one of my favorite Metal Gear Solid games, hands down. You in the woods and you have like thirteen different uniforms, thirteen or fifteen different uniforms for the part of the woods you're in. So if you're in a part of the woods where it's a lot of sand, you know, you got a sandy camo. And sandy at the top, ass nigga. Okay. And <laughs> at the sand, at the top of the uh, screen, it'll tell you your camo effectiveness, right? So if, if it's if it's 100, that's, that's perfect. 95, good, you know, and so on and so forth. Right? <clears throat> Another thing with that, Right with that and Metal Gear Solid Two, if you creep up on somebody, you can make them freeze. Right, take their dog tags, take their uh, can't take their weapons, but you can take their uh, ammo. Right, or you could get like a a rare item, depending on who you uh, freeze. Moving on from okay. from Metal Gear Solid Two and Three, going to Four, right. Gameplay and just overall game development, right? They in the future with they in the future with it, fellas. If y'all play Metal Gear Solid Four, he has the Octo Camo, right? So whatever he stands next to, his 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 uniform just turns to that color, right? So if I if I'm against a wall that's black and I stay there for like three seconds, my camo go turn black. If I'm laying on the ground. And on the if I'm laying on a fancy or standing up against a fancy area, it's gonna turn my camo is gonna turn to like a fancy area. But but you saw my metal gets all four, right? Yeah. They they you can play as right in that, right? Nah. Okay, well fuck the game. Okay. Okay, because right in the goat, nigga. Jack the Ripper, that nigga the goat. Yeah, like the fuck you talking about? If you play that solid snake, he cool too though. He all right. That's my nigga though. But if it ain't about writing, Jack the Ripper. Fuck them, but the I, game is good too. I ain't gonna hold it. I just want, I, I just want to throw that two pieces. But see, but see, that's another thing. They had a spinoff after Metal Gear Solid Two: Sons of the Patriots. If you play, if y'all, for those of y'all that played, Metal Gear Solid Two was Jack the Ripper. So 
Yeah, that's facts. You start off with you start off with Snake, and then everybody think you know Snake died. You start playing as writing. Right. And at the end of the game, or close to the end of the game with writing, you know, Snake give you your sword. And at the end, you know, writing supposedly no, yeah, writing supposedly supposedly dies. And then they give them a, uh, they give them a cyborg body. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. It was a cyborg. He was supposed to die. Remember the end of Metal Gear Solid? like Wrangled, huh? Yeah, the cyborg. Remember the end of Metal Gear Solid 4? He tried to save Snake. Yeah. He stabbed himself in the toe. Nah, yeah. Nah. But yeah. And I, I'll throw God of War in there for honorable mention. Honorable mention? Honorable mention. As most. Yeah, because. You went from hack and slash to an older Kratos that has to use strategics to to fight in no. Norse yeah. mythology. So, so we're not gonna talk about the Dragon Ball Z games and the Naruto games that you know progress within the years and the new generation. Because I heard that new Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi Four came about to come out some one of these years. They ain't having a release date, but. Maybe that's time for another episode, I guess. Ain't that right, Khalil? Thanks for listening to the Team 7 Pirates podcast. Don't forget to join us again next Thursday. See you then.